Hello and welcome to the MND Cars Podcast. Thanks for listening. Today, we're driving the 2019 Volkswagen Tiguan SEL R-Line Black with 4Motion. This vehicle is platinum gray metallic on the exterior with a Titan Black leatherette interior. The R-Line package gives you uh, distinctive uh, front and rear bumpers. It gives you 19-inch alloy wheels. It gives you an R-Line steering wheel, R-Line door sill scuff plates. It also gives you an R-Line front grille, R-Line side sills and body cladding, and also R-Line badging pretty much all over the car. It also gives you a nice black headliner on the interior and also stainless steel pedals and uh, the footrest dead pedal as well. Now the R-Line black edition gives you black 19-inch alloy wheels, it gives you black side mirror caps. It gives you black side window trim as opposed to the chrome. It gives you black lower door and rear bumper trim as opposed to the chrome. And it also gives you uh, black roof rails as opposed to the uh, the silverish chrome that they have on the typical uh, SELs. So what does an SEL Tiguan give you? An SEL Tiguan will give you the large panoramic sunroof as standard. It also will give you Volkswagen's excellent uh, digital cockpit so digital gauges on the interior this is actually the second generation so the volkswagen jetta and the volkswagen tiguan now have the second generation volkswagen digital cockpit a little more higher resolution a couple more uh, options of layouts the uh golf r and the atlas as far as i know are still going with the first generation volkswagen digital cockpit so hopefully those get updated as well to the second generation you also get the what Volkswagen calls Discover Media, which is their upgraded 8-inch glass paneled capacitive touchscreen infotainment system with navigation. Very nicely integrated. It's a great system. I don't love touchscreens in pretty much any car, but this one does function really well. The uh, graphics are very crisp and clear. It moves around very quickly through different menus. It does have Apple CarPlay and Android Auto integrated as well. So the SEL also gives you adaptive cruise control, so radar-based cruise control, and also will give you park distance control, so parking sensors uh, front and rear. Remote engine start, which is a very uh, highly requested feature by most consumers, especially in uh, colder areas of the country. It gives you a power rear lift gate. You can use that from the key. You can use it from the rear. You can use it from the driver's door, uh, but a power lift gate as well, another uh, highly requested feature by most consumers. And it also will give you uh, some Sirius XM travel link subscriptions for uh, Sirius XM features if you do a lot of traveling. And also Volkswagen CarNet connected car service uh, enhanced navigation and infotainment system as well. So a pretty highly equipped vehicle is the SEL. It's towards the top. There's only one other trim level, which will be an SEL premium. So this is a pretty heavily optioned vehicle. This one uh, has tested stickers at 36000 $764. That does include some options of Volkswagen Care, which is prepaid scheduled maintenance for the 10 and 20,000 mile service. Uh, rubber monster mats, as Volkswagen calls them, with a trunk liner and VW cargo blocks, which allows you to uh, keep cargo in place with these little blocks. Kind of a neat feature. A privacy cover for the cargo area, which is a rolling cargo cover. And a first aid kit and roadside assistance kit combo pack. Again, $36,764. So, getting to the car itself. The Tiguan was completely ground up, redesigned for the 2018 model year. The original Tiguan ran for a long time, basically pretty much two to th 
three product cycles. Uh, if you look at like the Japanese slash Korean product cycles, Volkswagen kept uh, the same car for those two to three product cycles, and it showed. It was ancient when it was replaced uh, for the 2018 model year. It was very small. It was based on the previous generation uh, Mark VI Golf uh, bones uh, underneath, so it was very small. It was you know, positioned as kind of a European sportier alternative with the 2.0 turbo as standard, you know, offering the uh, the 200 horsepower, 207 pound-feet of torque. And that's kind of the only uh, avenue that Volkswagen really had to sell on that car because it was so small and so out of date almost from the get-go. Really was not a competitive product. It showed in the sales numbers. It got a minor bump up in 2012 when they did a mid-cycle refresh and the sales did rise a little bit and then they kind of cratered back down from there. The 2018 went full on American style. It is massive. The Tiguan now has the option of seven passenger seating. So it went from one of the smallest, if not the smallest vehicle in this segment to probably the largest. It gained over 11 inches in overall length, which in the car world is massive. Uh, the wheelbase went over, uh, grew by seven inches. So this is a significantly, significantly larger vehicle. And that is what American consumers really want. They want space everywhere you may not use the space you may not need the space but we want the space and this car delivers in spades it is very roomy in this vehicle front seats are very roomy the second row seat is very roomy the third row again is going to be cramped it is still in the compact suv segment even if it's you know pushing the limits of a compact suv uh, terminology but the third row is cramped but for its target market of small children it's fine they'll fit back there uh, it is two two seats in the third row uh, three seats in the second row and obviously two in the front for a total of seven when equipped. This particular vehicle does not have the third row seat, but I have sat in it. Uh, so it again, it, it's perfect, f perfectly fine for small children. There are plenty of cup holders, cubby holes, places to put things in this vehicle. They really, really laser focused on what do American consumers want in their SUVs. And they want space. They want places to put things. They want charging ports. Now, we probably still don't have enough charging ports in this vehicle. Uh, there's two USB ports in the front of the vehicle. There is a USB port uh, for the second row as well. And I did not check the third row. There may possibly be one for the third row, but I doubt it. So you do have three USB ports. So Volkswagen's getting there. You know, when you read some of the reviews of these new uh, like Korean cars or even the Subaru Ascent, they talk about six, seven, eight, nine-ish uh, USB ports. So, you know, everyone has a device. Everyone needs power. So they really should be everywhere. They're so cheap. I just don't understand why they just don't put more of them in than you actually need. But they don't. So... In terms of size and space, this car definitely hits the mark. It is what people want in this segment. Um, in terms of styling, it is very handsomely styled, especially with the R-Line package. The R-Line really sporties up the exterior. It gives it a nice, purposeful look on the outside. Uh, even on the inside as well, the black headliner looks very uh, premium. Uh, these with the aluminum pedals and a nicely contrast-stitched steering wheel and the uh, R-Line uh, door sill scuff plates when you open the door. It does look very nice uh, on the inside and on the outside. And it's a design that's going to age well. It is very German, very straight-lined, um, but conservative, but timeless. So it should look good for a long time. And this car does have a uh, six-year, 72,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty. Best in the business. No one has a warranty this long. So if you do keep it for that long, the car is going to look fresh for that long, I, I believe. This, this uh, styling of this car inside and out 
should look good for many years to come. Uh, Technology-wise, another big selling point in this compact SUV segment is technology. Uh, we mentioned a few of the things so far. The Volkswagen Digital Cockpit really stands out in this segment. I don't know a lot of vehicles that have a full digital display uh, right in front of the driver. It is multi-configurable. You can see things like navigation. You can see all of your distant, different assisting systems from the blind spot monitor to the forward collision to the adaptive cruise. You can see your audio, your telephone, your driving data, all anything that's going on with the vehicle all can be displayed in here. And then there is a uh, view button that will change it to different views where you can hide the traditional style gauges. You can go uh, see different information on the right or left side. So it is multi-configurable. You can see a lot of things with it. It's pretty neat to play with. And it does work very well with the centrally mounted 8-inch uh, touchscreen navigation system. Again, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, multiple USB inputs, Sirius XM satellite radio, Bluetooth, all those features are going to be standard uh, on this vehicle as well. Everything seems to work well in the time that I've had the car. There have been no hiccups with even the uh, Apple CarPlay, and I have experienced that in some cars where, you know, you need to do the all day, you know, unplug it and plug it back in, and then it seems to work, but I haven't had that problem in, in this car so far. Does offer a dual zone climate control in the front, automatic. So you can set uh, different temperatures on the driver's side or the passenger's side. Uh, Three-level heated seats for the front passengers as well. Not the rear passengers, but the front. It does have the keyless access and start system. So it does have push-button start. Multiple drive modes for the all-wheel drive system. You have uh, uh, snow mode, normal mode, a sport mode, and then an off-road mode off-road and then there's an off-road custom as well so you have a lot of different modes that you can play with on the all-wheel drive system and there's also drive modes as well drive modes are separate from the all-wheel drive system it's a little confusing but they are you can go from eco to normal to sport and then also to custom where you can change the settings to your liking so i imagine most people probably won't they may not even know the car has these features but it does Uh, next up, driving impressions. How does the car drive? I would describe the drive of this car as adequate. Now, I do like more sporty, more engaging to drive vehicles. And unfortunately, this is not one of them. Um, the Mazda CX-5 seems to be the leader in this segment in the fun-to-drive, engaging, sporty vehicles. The Tiguan, even though on paper, when you see uh, the 2.0-liter Volkswagen Group Turbo... You may think, oh, it probably drives like a big GTI. It absolutely does not. The 2-liter is tuned in this application to 184 horsepower and 221 pound-feet of torque. It sounds like a diesel from the outside and also sometimes from the inside. If you have any experience in any of the uh, current or previous 2-liter turbo BMWs, they also had that sound. It's a very kind of rackety sound on the outside and you can also hear that on the interior of this car uh, it doesn't sound very premium it doesn't sound very nice and really doesn't move the vehicle with any type of sense of urgency everything is just kind of lackluster in terms of acceleration it never feels quick Volkswagen has tuned the throttle to try to mask some of that and has become very jumpy even in parking lot maneuvers I feel like the car kind of snaps 
into reverse and then snaps back into drive. And it's lacking a smooth, cohesive feel that something like a CX-5 uh, does give you. And that's kind of disappointing in this car because it is based on Volkswagen's MQB chassis, the modular transverse matrix that underpins uh, almost all the vehicles that Volkswagen sells in the U.S. now. Which is excellent bones underneath this car that kind of go to waste in terms of the way this car drives. It's very disappointing to me. I, I kind of felt that this would be like a, a family GTI, and it's really not. And it could have been, and they have all the parts, and it's, you know... Basically, the same engine under the hood is just tuned in a way that really makes it not very fun to drive. So, driving wise, I would just describe this car as just adequate. You know, for most people, it'll probably be fine. They may not notice any of these issues that I just mentioned. They may think I'm crazy, but if you do enjoy driving in any way, this car is not fun. So, don't expect to be driving a, a, a grown up's uh, GTI if that's what you're looking for. But for family duty, for hauling a lot of people, a lot of gear, just taking a lot of stuff with you in a, you know, reasonably comfortable and quiet vehicle. It's a very good choice in this segment. It really is. So to sum it up, the Volkswagen Tiguan R-Line Black Edition has a great look on the outside, has a very nice look on the inside, has great technology, great features. At what is a reasonable price point in this segment? You know, $36,000 in this segment is not too much. You know, there's there's CX-5s and cars like that that are priced around the same amount. So it does give you more space than those than those competitors. And it gives you a distinctive look. You're not going to see yourself coming and going in this Tiguan. And if you do, you're going to look pretty good. Because uh, with this R-Line Black Package, it is a very nice looking vehicle. And I think most people would be very happy to own it. So... 2019 Volkswagen Tiguan SEL R-Line Black Edition. I will give Volkswagen a solid B for this vehicle. I feel like it missed in a couple areas, like the, the driving dynamics. Uh, the engine is a little underwhelming. Uh, so I'm going to give them a solid B, but a very, very nice improvement over the previous generation. Almost not even comparable how much of a leap forward that this car has taken uh, compared to the previous Tiguan. So if you're in the market for a compact SUV in this segment and you need space... And you want something a little different, maybe a German flavor, Take One's definitely worth a look. So, again, thanks for listening to the MND Cars podcast. Look forward to talking to you next time.